Locked on 76ers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia 76ers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Tuesday to you. This is an important day for the Sixers as it's game five against the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference quarterfinals with a win. The Sixers, who lead 3-1, get to close out the series. Right now, today, this morning, I have my man Mark Narducci with me. What's up, Mark? How you doing, brother? Uh, doing well, Keith. I'm, I'm, I'm doing as well as the Sixers right now at this point. But, hey, you're doing very well. <laughs> but, um, you know, right now, y'all, we want to talk a little bit about the Sixers. And um, the first thing I want to talk about, Mark, before, before we talk about the closeout game, it's Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid was asked yesterday during media availability, what type of statement are they make, Sixers making to the league now? And he said, the time is now. Now, when people say that, they say that a lot. But he also said, we don't need anybody else. Now, when he said that, to me, that spoke volumes, that the roster that they have constructed now is good enough to go all the way. Keith, I, I was there too when he said that, and that's exactly how I, I thought it was. And, and uh, you know, he's saying how everyone's throwing them plaudits for being this team of the future, and he's saying, we don't want that. This, this is it, you know? And you almost worry, is this team going to be too overconfident? I mean, before the playoffs, there was, there was this thing, if we can win around, if we can do this. Now, you can clearly see a path longer than that, but of course, it first has to start off with closing out the Miami Heat. That's true, but in, and when we talk about overconfidence, I, I will admit, like there were times when, you know, Joel Embiid would say stuff, and I'm like, come on, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like, stuff, like Ben Simmons would say stuff, and I'm like, come on, bro. And they came true. I mean, like, like MB said, I want to be an all-star. I want to be an all-star starter. I want this team to win 50 games. You know, you know I want to be the third seed. You know what I mean? No, he said the fourth seed at first, and he said 50 games. You know, so it's kind of like when he says stuff, it happens. You, you know, and, and again, I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to win a championship now, but I'm just saying, like, as far as his confidence – I kind of respect it because he backs up what he says and he means it. He's not going out there saying stuff just to get quoted. I mean, he actually means it. Yeah, he he really does. And plus, he's this confident, Keith, without being at the top of his game, you know, missing the 10 games, having to play with the mask. He talked about how much difficulty that is, having all the turnovers the other day on Saturday in Miami, and still – they're prospering. So, so there's a, there is a lot to be pleased about. And I, I think if you look at them against any team in the Eastern Conference, I don't think you can say that any team has a decided edge or maybe any edge over them. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be – they're going to be in for a battle if they go up against Indiana or um, – well, if they go up against Indiana, but then also Toronto too is tough. You know what I mean? Uh LeBron James, you can never yeah. cancel him out. Never. But at the same time, I mean, this Sixers squad, and, you know, basically sometimes, you know, you can look at this team and you get you could get too close to a team because yeah. you see them play all the time. So would you, would you kind of dissect as their deficiencies? But 
other people who come in from other like reporters like around the nation, they're looking at me like, dude, this team is good. <laughs> you know, this team is good. Now I had one guy who said to me, well, Keith, I really don't know how good they are because I have to base them off of who they're playing. And he says, I don't think who they're playing or is any good. Or, but other reporters have said, whoa, this squad is nice. Well, you know what I like about them against the Heat, Keith? The Heat is not an, an overly talented team. I'll give the people that. What I like is the Heat, starting with game two, really ramped up the physicality. And the Sixers had trouble with it game two, and since then have not backed down and have been able to meet that physicality. That's shown me a little bit of something about this young team. But is that the MB factor? Is that, I, I know it's the Justin Anderson factor. There's too, no question yeah, he made that, an impact. Yeah, he Embiid made an impact, and, and Embiid does too. And the other thing we have to talk about is Ben Simmons. The, the, the one image I have of him is that dunk down the lane, Keith, that, yeah. that kind of wrapped things up and just how competitive he is. And that was a knock against him coming into the NBA, that he didn't lead his team to the NCAA tournament at, at LSU, and there was a lot of that stuff. You're seeing a guy that I think is a lot more fiery and competitive than we than we ever imagined. Yeah, but I think that's the biggest joke when people say he didn't leave right. his team. I mean, think about it. Like, and and like, okay, here's a guy who comes from Australia because he wants to play better basketball. He wants to be challenged. Yeah. He goes to Mount Verde Academy, coached by Kevin Boyle, and both of us we live in South Jersey, so we know a lot about yeah. Kevin Boyle yeah. when he was at St. Pat's. So Mount Verde, they played for national championships. So then he goes, he's a one-and-done guy, so he goes to LSU. You know what I mean? Like, if, if he was trying to win national championships and stuff like that, he wouldn't go to LSU if he was going to go there for four years. So now we're seeing him as, you know, okay, Ben Simmons can't win the big game or he, he's not competitive or he doesn't have that. BS. This yeah. guy went to Mount Verde Academy where he was playing for national championships. So, you know what I mean? I just think that that's people who really don't – not you, but I'm just saying yeah. the critics who said that are guys who really don't know his background, and they say that. You look at Embiid. He went to Mount Verde for a little bit. He, he wasn't he that wasn't good. He wasn't playing. He wasn't right? playing. So yeah. he ended up at another school. You look at Markel Folks. He went to legitimate, um, the legitimate school. You look at Justin Anderson. He went to Mount Verde. All these guys, if you look at their, their, most of their programs, they were at national powerhouses. But that's enough about that. We got, let's talk about tomorrow, I mean today's, tonight's game. Let's talk about what are you expecting to see in game five, in the closeout game from the Sixers. Well, I, I'm expecting Miami to, as physical as Miami's been, I'm expecting them to take it up another notch. I think where Miami is living dangerously is they've had two outstanding games from Dwayne Wade. I mean, two really outstanding games. I'm not sure if Wade at this point in his career is capable of doing that back-to-back. So, so we'll have to see about that. Um, and I just I think the other thing is Embiid shaking off the rust of the two games. I look for him to actually be better offensively. Uh, in this game Tuesday night. Yeah, I, I expect them be to – the crowd's going to go crazy. No. Nah, I'm expecting, no you know, we're going to hear trust the process, MVP, <laughs> you know, all types of stuff. And I'm expecting him to, like, walk around lifting his arms, raising his arms, getting the crowd into it. I think it's going to be electric. Um, 
you know, and it's going to be physical. I mean, it's going to yeah. be very physical. And, and the thing about it is, you know, we have to realize that Miami has nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Whereas, you know, guys may try to provoke them more so than they did in the past as far as getting into a fight because they figure, hey, if we lose, then you guys are going to be the ones that have to deal with the problems going on to the next stage. You know, so that's what I'm that that's the one thing I think they have to pay attention to. But I do think that coming home, you know, riding that crowd, I think that they're going to be tough to beat. Here's the other thing, Keith. J.J. Redick has not had a breakout game from three, shooting eight for 27 from three-point range. What happens if he starts just shooting normally? It's normal from there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's another thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but, you know, the, the, the team, the Sixers, um, you know, they got to keep their turnovers down. They got to uh, – it's weird to say that you have to improve your three-point shooting when you already establish a, a franchise record for a playoff series. But, you know, they've been inconsistent. Yep. So where we would really like to see the uh, for them to win, they have to look like the team that shot threes in game one and game three as opposed to two and four. You know what I mean? And I, I think they can. It's, isn't this funny? They shot 18 threes in game one and game three, right? In games two and four, they shot seven in both of them. I mean, wow, they're consistently inconsistent. Yeah, no question. They entered Monday's games with 53s. That led all NBA teams, but they were only eighth in three-point field goal percentage among the 16 playoff teams. Wow, wow. Well, hey, that's a lot to look forward to tonight, seeing a good game. Um, You guys could catch both of us tomorrow because we're going to – are you going to be here tomorrow? I'll be at Boston. Oh, I forgot. Well, you can catch me tomorrow. <laughs> I just thought about that. You can catch me tomorrow. I'm going to recap the game while my man is up in Boston enjoying himself watching the Celtics-Bucks series. If that's the winner of that team will face the winner of this one, which will probably be the 76ers. One last thing, Keith. If the Sixers close it out in five, they'll get some time to rest. Yeah, much-needed rest, much-needed practice time for Joel Embiid. I'd like to thank y'all for listening, and have a great, 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 great day. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.